0: bite size insights with Kantar Australia. Hello, this is Fritz with Kantar Australia Bite Size Insights and I am here today joined by Jake Pilgrim who is Kantar Head of CX Australia. Welcome Jake.
1: Hello, great to be here.
0: CX is such a huge topic at the moment and I'm kind of just interested to know what is the number one question you hear at you know, in CX circles at the moment.
1: So it's really interesting how it's moved kind of over the last three or four years. There used to be talk about what is the best measurement to use, and we think getting into conversations about CSAT versus MPS. That's now elevated. It's now coming into what is my return on investment from customer experience programs? Yeah. Everyone is doing the measurement piece. Everyone knows what their core score is and has got data on it for the last three years or so, if not longer. What they need to do is tie back the value and understand why they're getting budget and continue to, continuing to run these CX programs.
0: Not surprising, important investment. <laughs> yeah, I
1: know, I know 100%. And look, it's actually not that difficult to put two and two together. If people do have that data sitting there, three years worth of a key strategic metric, plus their sales data or their conversion data, you just need to put the two together, run an econometric model and identify what proportion of customer equity is driving that sales figure. You can then work back and think about what my 1% uplift in NPS means and make your CFO happy. <laughs> mm,
0: mm, I got gotcha. you. Um, delivering great customer experience, is that enough today?
1: Very interesting question. Look, the bar has been set so high over the last three or four years. We've Had a massive uplift in technology and the enablers that we can put at the bottom and the base level of an operational customer experience program. All of these vendors are providing best practice packages across all of our channels that we can roll out within six months. They are amazing but the problem is if everyone's rolling out these packages and getting to this level of excellence we're actually all doing the same thing. We're delivering consistent experiences across channels but no one is actually really differentiating. What we need to do is think back to our brand strategy and what is it that we want to stand for as a brand and apply that to our different touch points when we're delivering a customer experience. Mm. It
0: starts from the brand.
1: 100%, 100%. If you walked into an airport lounge today and on the left hand side it's an airport lounge for Dove, the right hand side is an airport lounge for Red Bull. What experience do you think you're going to have when you walk in one versus the other? Mm. completely different right
0: one would hope definitely yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean the tone that people come and greet you with what's on offer the sensation that you have it's all about delivering that branded experience now to help differentiate you above your competition
0: got it um, another big thing that I'm hearing about all the time is AI um, you know in a digital world is AI taking over customer experience
1: so we're seeing a lot more of AI and robotics come into play. I mean, I went to a tourism event the other day and put on one of those VR headsets. It was really cool. I was suddenly in McLaren Vale in South Australia looking at all Fabulous. of the vineyards. Yeah, it was <laughs> lovely. I did go two weeks later, so it worked. <laughs> um, but take it back to a business situation. We were flying with Qantas the other day. It was, the flight was delayed. We asked the ground staff as and when our flight would take off, and they didn't know. We pinged their chatbot, it gave us the boarding time, and we actually went forward and informed the ground staff before them. Mm. So yeah, digital is playing a massive role, but what we need to remember is we don't need to remove our human touch points and just focus on reducing the cost to serve by going to ease of use and digital, 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 Mm. okay? The benefit is, and where companies get it right, is keeping that emotional connection and making sure there's a seamless transition between your digital and human experiences.
0: So maybe that chatbot needs to be informing that customer service rep uh, uh, for Qantas when the flight is, so that then she can tell you.
1: 100%. <laughs> she needs to be, have the information before and make sure that those channels are seamlessly integrated with each other. And I think, I guess that is going back to what I spoke about at the start, where we don't hear too much about the metric and everyone has decided on something already. I think they forget about the emotional side of things people are so focused on their one key figure or one key metric and they're probably asking at the wrong point what we've seen with a lot of our clients is thinking about that emotional uh, experience when you interact across different touch points what we've found is long-term advocacy and deeper relationships are driven by delighted customers so it's really important that we start to measure how we're making people feel so that we can optimise those touch points instead of just trying to reduce the cost to serve. really nice example where this was done was over at Westpac. They were the first bank in the region to fully train all their frontline staff to identify when people had signs of dementia. Really emotional, powerful stuff. And now they've gone on to take that further and 80% of their stores have a layout where you go in that's dementia friendly.
0: No kidding. Wow.
1: It's about optimizing those human touch points instead of just trying to make it cheaper.
0: Brands nowadays, do they sometimes tr- try to create a consistent emotional sort of journey throughout? Or is it expected to have sort of natural ups and downs as sort of any other relationship might? I mean, is it about consistent branding? Is that more important?
1: So it's the consistent branding, but it's really making sure that you delight at the, those moments that matter. So it goes back to your whole customer journey map where in that stage there's usually one or two key points where you need to delight your customers and make sure you over, overachieve almost. Yep. Understanding where that is and focusing around those key touch points or key moments is where you really need to deliver the brand experience. The rest can maybe, because it's quite expensive but not as important, you can get away with the average or the, or the okay or the standard. It's really at those moments that matter.
0: Fascinating. Thanks so much, Jake. This is Fritz and Jake Pilgrim for Cantar Australia Bite Size Insights.
1: Thanks for having me, guys.